So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, no stupid Questions. Question. Hello, Hello stupid everybody. This week's up, folks? It's for real. It's with for real. T-Leak like, and Jag. Rah, rah, like a dungeon drag. What's up? No, no <laughs> specific no order. I love No Stupid <laughs> Questions show. <laughs> Can we curse on this show? <laughs> Do whatever it's we feel. Real. Time okay. is your question for, for today. Now, rah, rah, like all right. Stupid. So, question. What's the name of the show, Jag? No Stupid Questions. Welcome to this episode of... My first question is, who are you? No stupid question. <laughs> What's up, people? Welcome to another episode of the No Stupid Question Show, the show where you have two smart folks and one stupid ass question, or so we thought. This is your host, Jag, and I have T-Leak with me. How you feeling, T-Leak? Yes, I am feeling good today. Had a great day, so I can't be, I can't be mad. It's nice, nice fall weather there. Mm-hmm. It's nice yes. here in Houston for a change. Uh, not too hot. I'm loving it. Yep, yep, yep. So... Are you so ready what, for what the you question? Got on your mind, I am ready for the question. Let's. let's well, hear. you know what's coming up next Uh-oh. week is a Thanksgiving day. <laughs> that's right. After after Halloween, it's all about Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm looking forward to that's, that turkey, but you're talking okay. about something else. I'm talking morning. about something else that okay. is equally important. Let's not let's not just the turkey. Yeah. Uh, the question that is on everyone's mind, well, some more than others, is: Are our elections safe? Mm, are our elections safe? No, they're not safe, TD. No way, no how. That's one of the few times you come out the gate with a just solid I mean, like it's not safe. You're it's just not safe no more. Wow. I don't know if it ever was. Ooh. It's not now for sure. Oh not that ever was. <laughs> not the reconstruction answer. <laughs> well, I don't know. Jim Crow. What, I don't know what we want to talk about here today. So so I well, let me get your out the gate answer. All right, I have to say I have to say, as usual, it's not such a stupid ass question because it depends on who you ask. Mm. <laughs> And, you know, I mean, we have to talk about it. Your answer is my straight up black folks answer. Have they ever have they ever been? It's always been in jeopardy. We've always been, you know, it's unfortunate. You have to wake up and think, am I still going to be able to vote today? Am I still going to be able to do this without problems, without challenges, without, you know, requirements that I didn't know they had? So, yeah, I got to say, as a black woman, elections are never safe. But. It's not the safe that the we what has been called in the media election deniers would suggest. And so that's what's interesting is why and to what do I attribute my answer? Because I think, you know, face value, it sounds like what somebody who I probably don't agree with would say. Mm, the election deniers you're talking about. That's right. The ones that think that we have an election, they tally the votes. Or they don't tally the votes and just put in who in office they they want to put in office. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think that's. Well, let me let me step back. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh! It's a step you know, back. Step a back time, time. There was a time where I actually thought that might have occurred. Oh. Okay. Talk about that. Because I'm talking 30 years ago. Still. In cities in cities where you had 65 percent black voting population and somehow white candidates still won. I used to believe in my heart of hearts that they were not counting some votes that should have been counted and somehow keeping power in 
white politicians, conservative politicians' hands in a black and liberal city. I used to think that happened. What do you think happened now? Now that you what look I back think on happened it? thirty years ago now. Mm-hmm. I think our elections weren't safe because black people weren't fighting for their right to vote. They weren't vigilant in voting. The sixty-five percent of the population either were voting against their interests. How can people do that? Or they were not voting in the numbers they should have been voting, and a lot of it was the latter. So and uh, 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 let's go back. Okay. Oh. (laughs) How could you vote against your interests? Well, that would require you to know what's in your interests. Yes. Walk with me. Walk with me, brother. Walk with me. (laughs) How can you vote against your interests? Well, first of all, I don't. I don't think most people don't know. Or, or think uh, that's a good question do people not know what's in their best interest <laughs> is that a separate uh, show or can you answer that here <laughs> I mean, that's 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 has far-reaching <laughs> that, that question has far-reaching implications I mean. ah. wow what are we going to talk about here um, <laughs> well let me you know, say it, this it's funny let it's me funny because what popped into my mind when you said that was uh, a hip hop line that was one of my favorite lines where a person said, I love you like a fat kid loves cake. Yes. Which, talking about things not being in your best interest. <laughs> but let's get back to the political realm. Well, no, and, and but I think getting to that, right, it's it's the cake. Do you think you're getting cake? And it may or may not be good for you, but if it's if it's giving you, you know, what you need at the time, what you think you want at the time, you know, best interest is very subjective. Uh, and it's also contextual, you know, okay. a, a moment in time, right? I mean, I'll, I'll take, for example, you know, Biden and, and the, the inflation, right? I mean, it's all... It's, Biden, it's not Biden's inflation. Who's inflation? I know I said about? Biden and inflation. Timing. Okay. It's all about okay. timing, okay. right? You, Yeah, I mean, we had a pandemic. We had massive sort of economic change. Is it on Biden that we had a pandemic? Is it? No. But he is there at the same time. And unfortunately, that is a very common thing for people to conflate the two. And they just want, I mean, people just want relief. And that's, you got to understand that psychologically for people that's that. So, so getting back to the question about best interests, I agree with you that people probably didn't vote in the numbers that, you know, you see, oh, percentage, da, 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 should be, the, the answer should be easy. Right. Never is. Um, and let's be clear whatever side you're on, Republicans vote pretty much up and down Republican. And they stand by their man, woman. Democrats don't do that? Not not as many. Really? Not in the percentages. You know, I hadn't looked at the stats on that. I don't deny it. I know you a stats guy, so I should have brought my stats, stats with me. I, I should have brought my stats like with to me. I see the numbers on that. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it used to be that you could, in Texas, for example, it used to be that you could just vote the ticket. You could say, I'm a Democrat, I'm voting ping, I'm hitting the Democrat button, I'm voting all Democrats. Now, they've gone away with that, and now you have to actually vote for each person. So if you wanted to vote the ticket, you now have to go through and vote each Democrat or each Republican, as the case may be. Interesting. So I assume when you could just vote the ticket that most people would just vote in the ticket. And if there was a percentage not voting the ticket, I would assume it would have been equal on each side. But 
according to what you just said, it may be that Republicans voted the ticket and Democrats say, uh, let me pick a few of these Republicans to vote for. So it does say that in 2020, it was pretty consistent that there wasn't that much split ticket voting in 2020. So where you voted for, yeah, you if you voted for, for instance, for Biden, then, you know, you probably voted for your Senate candidate as Democratic and blah, blah, blah. So let's talk about, oh, go ahead. I don't want to leave not voting in your best interest. So I have seen when, when two political fractions in the same party are vying for power. I have seen in cities like New Orleans, for example, there may be a Democrat that runs second, a Democrat that runs first in the primary, and a Republican that runs third. I have seen cases in which the two Democrats were warring with each other, and the the one of them decided to go with the Republican and help the Republican win just to keep that other Democrat out of power. that would definitely be, it definitely sounds like that's not voting in your interest. But again, as you said, it's contextual because in their minds, they were saying, I don't want this other Democratic entity to get control. So I'd rather go with the Republican than go with that other Democratic entity. Long term, short term interest. I guess you have to you have to weigh that and people make decisions on that. Well, that's that's and, and I will say that that has come up for me. And then I was looking at, uh, I don't remember, I think it was the, is it the Arizona Senate race where the Secretary of State is actually running for governor? She's running against that um, woman who's the newscaster, so I think it is. I believe that's right. So what do you think about that? I mean, in terms of safety, right? Some people feel unsafe because they think Secretary of State can't run given that they really have, you know, kind of, even though counties really run elections, let's, you know, that's pretty clear nationally. The Secretary of State signs off on them, you know, validates the ballots, da da da. What do you think about that? Does that introduce any safety concerns for you? Would you, would you, would you say that she should step down if she's serving as, as the Secretary, Secretary of State Curtis. and she's running for governor? I guess if people are going to, if people are willing to commit fraud, I, I, I don't think she needs to step down in that particular situation because I think there are going to be enough eyes on it and enough attention drawn to it that it'd be very difficult for her to pull some shenanigans and steal the race. So, so personally, I'm, I'm, I'm less concerned about that because I think there will be too, too much attention drawn to it for, for her to, to do something to steal that race. Now. You know, it could get close. I mean, sometimes elections are determined by, well, sometimes they're determined by one vote. And it could be the difference between deciding whether or not an absentee ballot came in on time or a early mm-hmm. vote. And mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it in Arizona. So there is a there is a danger that a decision could be made that could sway that gubernatorial race. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess I, I feel that you need to watch her closely, but I don't know if she needs to. If the rules don't say you have to step down, I would not create a new rule saying she has to step down. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. And I mean, you know, they have said that historically it's happened and, and there have been, you know, secretaries of state that have lost uh, in their other races. What's happening is that because the incumbent is a Democrat in this particular instance, you know, I mean, election denial has largely been Republican. <laughs> and it's just this question of does it make it more unsafe you're talking about long term versus short term does that make it more unsafe for everyone 
Would it just be in from a conservative, conservative, conservative perspective? Any hint of it, just recuse yourself, not necessarily from your position, but from the election tasks, because as someone put it, and there's been people on, on both sides, bipartisan kind of options that have they put out there, like Maricopa County, I think that's the name of it, is the largest county, and you could put the person in charge of that county kind of over the whole, you know, because again, the, there's like three tasks that the Secretary of State is responsible for. It's not a huge, you right. know, it's really like, okay, yes, everything, you know, really signing off pretty much. And then just like the Vice President, right? saying, okay, you know, Dominus Ominous, <laughs> blessing the, um, the results. So is it, is, would that make people feel more safe? And if that's the case and provide less, just less ammunition for this whole concept of fraud and this supposition of this corruption to the, to the degree that you can get so many people involved that you could actually, with so many eyes on it, pull a fast one. Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, if historically that has not been what was done, I don't know if because there are a few crybabies out there that we should we should do something different this time. And I said it that way, knowing that that the historical may be insightful. How so? Well, nobody likes to be called a crybaby. Well, and nobody likes to say just because that's how we've done it historically, it works. <laughs> no, but... If that's the case, then people will start complaining about anything to make you change. And, and the yes, complaint, that's the complaint. <laughs> the complaint shouldn't be warranted for making the change. Agreed, but it should cause pause. Hmm. Where is the, where is that complaint coming from? And it's sad because, but that's the, but that's the, that's, that's the country we live in, right? It's, it's the country of, and you know this, we're litigious, like you can go to court and you can spin some BS. And and if they think there's fraud, they should go to court. And I'm sure there'll be numerous election law cases filed in Arizona. Yeah. And if the courts think they, they, they have some merit, then the courts would decide such. Okay. Um, I know you would say that. the, the, The reality is the head, cutting off the head that, well, in this case, doesn't kill the beast. So you, well, who else has to resign if the Secretary of State steps aside for her election law duties? Who else has to step aside? Does her number two have to step aside? Does a person under them have to step aside? Well, no, because those people aren't running. But they are allegiant to her. Uh, agreed. No, I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm just saying this is, this is what they're saying is the conflict of interest, is that you actually have literally and figuratively a horse in the game. You know, yeah. you're so it's kind of like, you know, you're you're calling whether or not you've won the race. <laughs> well, and to me, that's why they should go elect state representatives and go get them to change the law in that state that says if the secretary of state runs that they need to step down from the election law duties. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think I think there's a process and you let the process work. Uh, so you don't, you don't uh, ask for a different route. I mean, I understand, I but given kids, I coach a lot of kids in sports. Okay. And it's amazing to me, the kids who won't work on their game, who won't play hard, but at the end, they want to say somebody cheated them. Mm. That's it's amazing to me. That's interesting. Oh, I lost because somebody cheated me. No, you really lost because you, <laughs> you really lost because your skills are suspect oh. because somebody cheated you. Not the- so all these election <laughs> deniers, in my opinion, you didn't get out your vote. 
Yeah. Or your man was not what your man didn't do what your man said he was going to do. So he didn't have the following needed to get the votes. So instead of going out and fixing that problem and getting better candidates and getting candidates who can reach across the aisle and get some votes from independents, for example, you're going to roll up your hands and say they cheated us. Sounds like spoiled bratty kids to me. Well, not even not even just this gets back to our question, not even just they cheated us, but I don't feel safe. I don't feel like, you know, I'm um and that's that's what what kind of kind of kills like me. black folks now, huh? Mm. Mm. Say it. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um oh, I I watched for the first time um John Stewart's The Problem with, right? Mm. And he has all these the problem with elections, the problem with. And one of the things he talked about was how when George Floyd happened, there was all this all this coverage of we are in a racial reckoning. Mm -hmm. And he was like, and he actually said it, and this is one of the things I about John. Say that again. Racial reckoning. Reckoning. Yes. That we're just beginning to reckon with the issues that we've had. We're like, and he was like, black people have been reckoning with him <laughs> for a minute. And I think it's the same thing, like you just said. It's like, oh, so now you don't feel safe. Hmm. Now you don't feel like you can go to the polls and your vote be respected. Now you don't, and it's, it's, I mean, you know, it's very interesting how the tables have turned, right? We just talked about how for us, safety hasn't, hasn't been, you know, a rock solid foundation of, of our, our voting experience. And so now others feel unsafe. With no evidence. With, uh, and that's, that's, that's the thing, right? We've got, we got we got receipts, I as mean, they we, like to we, say. We, 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 we got had, we receipts had, we had about how unsafe it is. people to go vote. Okay, but let's let's talk about okay, let's talk about safety. Because I am worried that one of those poll watcher, not poll watchers, I'm sorry, drop box watchers, right? This new thing that's happening that again the election deniers are saying, we're gonna make sure this the ski masks, like guns, not just guns, but like Big guns. Okay, I don't even know. You gotta educate me on this Dropbox. We don't. I don't think we have oh, any Lord. You don't. You gotta you don't. educate me. So there was a court case, mm -hmm. right? In Arizona again, right? They have had. They went to court because they said that people were feeling intimidated by what were these ballot Dropbox watchers? They are mm. parked at drop boxes, and the picture. One of the pictures showed a man in a ski mask kind of little tactical in his gear not full tactical gear but then you know the big guns the rifle you know i'm sorry you don't feel intimidated Sounds like, like intimidation. yes and and so what they're saying is they're they're just making sure that you know they're not so so making i believe sure that i don't know that somebody doesn't drop off two or three or i don't i don't even know i don't know all the because they're different rules in different states right, right. so they're trying to make sure the rules are followed, for lack of a better word. And the judge did set some some um, sort of uh, distances that they could be, ban weapons, etc. But again, it's been it's been a little hit or miss because the judge said that the ballot dropbox watchers were not a true threat and and refused to block the groups that are monitoring, just putting some. So it's. I, I have to say, I think that gets into, you know, and, and who complained? It wasn't, 
you know, black folks and everything. And I, I actually don't know where they were doing this, whether it's, you know, kind of majority black neighborhoods or not. But, you know, there were seniors who were complaining more so because mm. they felt like, <clears throat> what's going on here? Like, and, and it's really interesting to me because seniors are probably the ones who are like, where have we come to? Why are there people with guns here watching me drop off my ballot? Like, what's going on? That's very, very interesting. Oh, you, you hadn't heard about I, that? I, yeah, no, I slept mm. on that. Um, uh, I mean, I knew there was an good, issue. Good thing to sleep on. Yeah, uh, good thing to sleep on. I want to sleep I mean, on those. I things. don't know. I like to see the police don't go and talk to them or nothing. Huh. Can you see the, behind the ski mask that they're not black? Because I don't think black people go walk down the street with a ski mask and a rifle. So their hands are out. So you know they know uh, that they are not black. If they were, and and that I, I did that occurred to me. That so occurred to me. I don't think if, I could put together such a political group to watch. If drop there was a group, if my people shot. If they, right, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, when you talk about our election safe, they are not safe in the same way for black folks. I mean, again, this is historical as they have been for white folks. Only white folks who do. That. I guarantee, if we were taken to court, we a black monitoring ballot drop box watching group in ski masks and guns, in ski masks and guns were watching they, it would be banned like you would never believed so i i think that that really requires some close examination because yeah i mean i i think it's it's interesting just the reflection that i just had which is it has never been safe in the same way so yes, we've never felt safe, but even if, again, we already said it, the, the, the white folks that feel unsafe now feel unsafe for very different reasons. And we're kind of like, oh, okay, now you know what it feels like. But again, no evidence, you know, just kind of making it up, not, not making the effort, right? So it's like um, working within the process, to your point, not even, you know, making the effort to really be about this thing that they say is is affecting them and at the same time trying to stop other people which is the the craziness so not only are they claiming this fraud that again no evidence has shown exists but then they're also putting in place these things that really 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 prevent people from voting legitimately right yeah, it's, so, it's, so it's not a protection it's not a protection of democracy it's a protection of a special interest not not a protection of democracy at all yeah you said it's not protection of democracy it's protection of special interest and i mean that's that's to be honest the, the root of most of our political system but i think it's interesting because i do think that it goes deeper and you know i think biden had made a speech where he talks about how democracy is really on the ballot you know who mm. you vote for is is going to potentially have and and it so safeness safety safeness safety safety <laughs> is also at risk by the by by virtue of the fact that so many election deniers are running for office and potentially like they're not doing badly in the polls correct people who have participated in january 6th are on the ballot they should have been prosecuted. And I think that should I, I think that should be criminal. I actually think January sixth was I mean that was basically an attempted coup. And so you should be you're 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 a traitor 
And well, some some people have been prosecuted, and and again, the the system has to work its way through. They're still working through it. Um, but 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 you you know we just had something on the uh the Georgia ballot around um suspending pay for people who've been convicted of felonies um like politicians and i was like uh yeah <laughs> so it's just like yes cuz they still get paid anyway bottom line is I, so i was like yes this needs to happen whatever whatever <laughs> that's on y'all's ballot so that was on our ballot let me just i'm going to i'm going to bring it up really quickly but um Wow. So, uh, yeah, that should, that should be I was a like, brainer, right? Slam dunk. Yeah. I was like, but you know, Hey, I'm sure there are people that are like, maybe not, but I do people think that are convicted of probably, but I think that not. even pending conviction, I don't know for, for this particular, I'm sorry. No, but if we have a picture of you in January 6th and we know you were there, you're just waiting for the case to no. No, I can't picture. say pending conviction. I know because you're a lawyer. A lawyer. I can't. I, I, I can't. Innocent until proven guilty. You have to let the system work. Okay, so it does say no. It's it's accused of a felony. They will they will still be paid. Uh, okay. Yeah, but because they're suspended from office for being formally accused of a felony by a grand jury in Georgia. So the the what's on the ballot is. A yes vote means the Georgia state constitution changes and public officials are suspended for a felony will not get paid while they are suspended. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I guess it'd be interesting to see how, how that passes or not. I mean, I would vote. I would vote that they do not get paid while they're suspended. Uh, yes. Suspended means you're not working. Yes, 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 pay. yes. First of all, I'm really in favor of suspension with pay. <laughs> okay. I don't understand that. <laughs> You, you ain't working, work, and we're still going. You know, <laughs> policeman. But anyway, <laughs> um, so anyway, but I do think that I I feel more unsafe knowing that people that are strongly suspected of being involved in an attempted coup on our government are potentially going to be serving in that government. Well, I think they have a right to run. The people have to vote them out of, you know, make sure they don't win. Okay, so so two things. One, if you believe they're innocent, right? You haven't seen all the evidence. You know, I don't know how many of these have gone public. But anyway, bottom line is I feel unsafe. How about that? Okay. I feel okay. unsafe. I, mean, I, can't, I, I can't argue with you on that. But I do want to be clear about one thing. What are you going to be clear Some people were going around saying that they were afraid that violence was going to break out and stop people from voting. So when I say, are our elections safe? I don't want anyone to confuse that to me, stay home and don't go vote. I think you have a duty because of all this that is going on to go out and vote and don't let rumors about any potential <laughs> shotguns and ski masks. Don't let rumors about shotguns <laughs> and ski masks. Keep you we will prosecute if if you don't make it. We're gonna prosecute. No, I'm just joking. Don't. I don't want to scare you. And I, I do want to say. I mean, you know, for black folks in particular, right? We are much more, much more protected. Not that we're you know fully protected, but we're much more protected by the law as it relates to if something were to go down, right? Because before. 
uh, as you know, I mean, people would get harassed, just outright assaulted on their way to go vote. Right. You know, again, we have a, a past of that includes that. And it would, but, but it's interesting because I didn't even, to be honest, when I was asking the question, I didn't even think about the physical safety. I mean, there's the, the threat of physical violence that you have with the guns and the ski masks. But, you know, I think there is a concern based on January 6th that this could turn into something very real in, in you know, some of these really, really, really hotly contested areas. Right. But all I'm saying is fear should make you go vote as opposed to make you not vote. We hope so. We hope so. So I think that's a perfect ending. Safe or not, your vote is important. And in fact, if you are concerned about your safety, even more reason to go vote. Right. And I'm going to quote the great Calvin Brodius Snoop Dogg. And since I'm telling y'all to go vote, <laughs> he said, I can't tell you unless I done done it. And I'm, I cast my early votes. So I'm telling y'all all to go cash your early votes, go vote. I would say go vote early and often, but that's against the rules. But at least make sure your vote counts. No stupid questions, y'all. Vote. You can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs> <laughs>